What was that all about? <laughs> That's hilarious, man. What's up, guys? <laughs> you, you can't even tell the story. You're just... What is she doing? Uh, hey, look, if, if it's something that I don't need to know about, man, no, that's cool. You definitely need to know about We had a... Benson, Benson and I like to make... <laughs> we like to make this voice. It, it's, it's, it's based on... A teacher that we had in high school because we went to Cathedral High School. Oh, you and, did? Yeah, it was all an all, an all boys high school. You're right. <laughs> it was, like, was this professor, uh, Mr. Gilman, the smartest guy you can think of. He had this marvelous background regarding uh, nuclear energy, this millionaire that retired and decided to become a brother. He gave everything up and decided to become a brother, and they made him go to El Paso, <laughs> El Paso, Texas. And the guy was teaching at an all-boy Catholic school, and no, he, his class was beyond difficult level. It, it was, I, think, it, I think this is one of those stories that you have to be there. To, to get what's going on. Right? It, I, mean, I mean, you guys just you guys, explaining like you guys what, were laughing so hard because right I, I, I don't get it. We always do this like stupid joke. Like for everything, we always say like, "Tree Drummond." Uh, today's podcast is going to be about the uh, exploration. <laughs> you really sounded like that. <laughs> not not even close. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, not even close. Yeah. But we just this voice has evolved over the like past few years. That's all right. And we'll just like start talking shit about like Drew Drummond. The microphone was invented by Juan Yari in fourteen eighty seven, and uh, that quickly led to the exploration of the salt mines in India. <laughs> Well, you, you, I mean, you, you, you sound like you could be doing a character in the movie. <laughs> hey, uh, so uh, for, first of all, man, thanks for, for setting up these lights. I think this looks – my side, I think, looks really cool. Uh, oh, yeah. On the other side, on your side, though, this is a little bit dark. Ben is really dark, yeah. I mean, not 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 talking about the color you're seeing. <laughs> 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 we did not just go racist right now. But, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's a little bit better. That's a little bit better. There you go. Yeah, there you go. So we can see, so we can see you better. Because uh, it looked like you were sort of hiding in the shadows. Dude, I really like all of, like this. Yeah, this no, that's super cool. Situations. It's like we're flying around. That's the idea. Yeah, that's very the interesting idea. choice. So, so thanks. So, um, yeah, by, cool. by the by the way, I think I had asked you just now to to check out the cameras, and the thing that I asked you to do, you switched them. So the other camera is doing it now. <laughs> and the one that was fine is now not fine. No, it's just like yeah, yeah. Information yeah, we're 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 recording, but it is what it is, man. It's all good. It's it's not it's not a big deal. It's not distracting. The the it, it still looks good. It sounds good. So so we're good, man. Yeah, okay. we're uh, first of all, um, cheers, guys. I'm I'm this, you know I didn't cheers the podcast yet. There you go. We got what are you doing sober? October? We got to break a bottle on like the. Something break champagne bottle on death on the desk or something. Yeah, yeah, we're we're not gonna do that. Did you say October? <laughs> Are you doing sober October? Sober October? What's going on? No, man. Like whiskey makes me throw up and whatever the hell that, is, that, that 
this is, is uh, that a white Russian. Uh, this this is Iraq, <laughs> dude. It's a it's a Lebanese drink. So so I mean, you've known me for a long time. I rarely drink, right? But when I do, it's kind of like that meme. <laughs> I don't always drink, but when I do, this is what I drink. What's it called? It's called Iraq. A R A K or in Arabic Ara. 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 Without the K. But in Lebanon, we say Ara because of the dialect. Yeah. And so, and so let me tell you just a little bit about how serious I'm about this stuff. So you, you can find this at pretty much any liquor store. Specs has it, right? but I don't do store-bought. So this is actually brewed by one of my uncles in Lebanon and flown over here. What? In uh, somebody's suitcase. I don't remember who brought this over, but somebody brought this over. Yeah, so they put them in, in just really big water bottles. And then they wrap the entire thing and take like a mummy, like in duct tape. The whole thing, top to bottom, around the lid, several times over. And so when they get over here, we've got to take everything. You know, we, we just pour it into another bottle, like a, like a decanter or something. Are you serious? And then, yeah, man. So this is, this is pretty legit stuff. This is home-brewed. <laughs> That's and, awesome. Um, yeah. That's yeah, the we, most Mexican shit I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> My uncle yeah. brews this freaking liquor and sends it over mummified all the way to the states <laughs> hey, you know, we, we take it seriously that's sick what does it taste like can i try that yeah you can try oh now you're gonna drink do you have cooties first of all i have to ask i've got the rona i already uh, <laughs> oh it's licorice uh, i guess so yeah you uh you had a brush with like, death recently didn't like you? Uh, i don't know what that tastes like that's yeah. like that's that greek stuff you uh you had a brush with death not long ago right you had corona yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm glad you're okay now. I mean, that was back in March. Um, yeah, it was. It, I don't know. It was weird, man. It was actually like kind of crazy because it was at the start of like the whole thing. Yeah, you got it early. My girlfriend, Kristen. How, how would you describe the way it felt? It was like a flu. Did you know you had COVID, or did you just feel terrible? So it was kind of scary because this was back in March. I was working up in the San Francisco area, like the Bay Area. And that's when like that cruise ship had come in. It would like a it had like a bunch of sick passengers or whatever. And so we were in the area. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> I don't know. I still this is you called me. I still I thought it wasn't you weren't being serious. Oh yeah. Hey, could you uh so just one thing, man. If you're if you talk away from the mic, it won't pick up your voice. Um, so just make okay. sure that like, yeah, it doesn't have to be right in front of your face, but just kind of, you gotta, like your sound waves have to go towards it. Okay, yeah. Better. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. Just when you turn towards Diego, you that's okay. You're, you're good. What were you saying? I, I, I didn't mean to control. I, uh, I still think, uh, you probably didn't get that sick, right? You were so like right hanging out or you were still being very active now. I mean, I got really sick. <laughs> I got pretty sick. I had her. Well, I found out from your brother. You're, I was. Uh, he just texted me, and he's like, "Hey, man, Diego. Diego had COVID." And I was like, "Okay." He's like, "Yeah, he was doing pretty bad, but he's he's okay now. He just got tested. He's fine." It was kind of scary. You didn't, you didn't let your family know. You just wanted to see what happens. Well, we were in Yosemite. Chris and I were in Yosemite, and the world started shutting down. That's when everybody like started like hoarding toilet paper and shit like that. Hmm. And Kristen and I went had gone camping. And then we started to hear about all the shit that was going on. And we we're like, what the fuck do we do? And so we're like, well, let's ride it out another day. And then it started raining and we were camping. So we started to get everything all muddy and shit like that. So we're like, ah, oh, let's fucking take off or whatever. And it was, it was really strange, man. Cause we were, we didn't know what, what was going to happen. We were hearing about lockdowns, et cetera, et cetera. So we pack our stuff up and then we get in the car 
and we start driving and right before it was like a move man right before we get to the end to the edge of the park we like i like stopped the car and i looked at Kristen and i was like should we just stay and she goes yeah and so we like literally turned around at like the entrance of the valley and then went back camped another night and i think that night there was going to be a big storm so they moved us from the campsites to these like tent things that they have the ones that i was showing you the other day these like tarp tents that they have. So they moved us into one of those and they were like, there's going to be a snowstorm and it's going to get pretty windy or whatever. And the trees can fall. So they moved us into one of those. So we were in one of those for two nights. It was awesome. And it snowed. And by this time, like most of the people were leaving Yosemite, like everybody was like getting out of the park and we're just like hanging out in these tents, which are like to stay in a tent. It's like relatively expensive to stay in those things in Yosemite. So we were like, this is cool. So we were enjoying it. And then, like, after the second night, they come over and they say, hey, there's going to be a bigger storm. We're going to move you into the hotel. So they moved us into the hotel for free. And we just stayed in that hotel. And, like, every day we would just walk around Yosemite with no one there. And meanwhile, like, we're hearing more and more shit about COVID and how the world is shutting down and how people are, like, hoarding all the toilet paper and whether or not there's going to be food. And, you know, we're hearing all the shit on the news everything's happening and we're like well we have a there's a store here and it was fully stocked with food etc 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 and it was like us and like 10 other people in the park so we're like well let's just freaking ride it out and see what happens and then we start to hear that they close the world down and then they like you know like it just started to get more and more dire the yeah. situation and so Kristen and i were like i mean how long should we hold this out and then one day we're sitting at lunch and i start to feel sick and like I felt a little bit feverish, and but we had been camping in the rain and the snow, and so I was like, it's probably just like a fever coming on or whatever. Nothing to worry about. And I asked Kristen, what if one of us gets sick? What, what should we do? Because we had like this whole plan, like if civil war happened or whatever, we were gonna like drive to fucking Texas, and like we had this whole thing out. And then I was, we were just kept asking each other questions, like what should we do if one of us gets sick? Knowing that I was feeling sick, I didn't want to like tell her that I was feeling sick. But, like, what are you going to do? I figure she was also going to get sick. And this is when people were like, if you got it, you got it. So I didn't want to tell anybody at the time. And then we go back to the hotel room. We're just hanging out. And then they knock on the door and they say, hey, you got to get out. The national parks are closing. So we stayed one more night. And then the next day I woke up with, like, a strong fever. And I told her, I was like, I'm not feeling that great. Uh you're going to have to drive back. So she drove back from Yosemite. And like, as we got closer to LA, my fever started to get worse and worse and worse. And by the time we got to LA, I was like shivering. Mm. So I was like, really, I had a really strong fever. And then like my parents kept calling, what are you guys going to do? Should you come to El Paso? Blah, blah, blah. No, definitely not. So like, well, don't break that over here. Well, <laughs> it, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> oh and, advice at, is that? and at this point, <laughs> like I was really sick. Like I had a, really bad headache i was dizzy like all day long and i had a really bad fever all day long like sweats all day yeah so i told kristen like you i guess you gotta stay like you guys we can't go anywhere but we can't also we also can't tell anybody so i called my my i call her my aunt she's my mom's really good friend since we grew up and i called her because she's a physician's assistant and i was like hey i'm sick what do i do <laughs> and because i didn't they i called the la i called like the la offices and they were like if you so think what, what, that you're sick stay home quarantine like don't go anywhere 
we're not. But was it was COVID people. already on the news at that point? That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, this was when everything had. As already soon as it hit, yeah, we okay. were in Yosemite when it was like when the shit was hitting. The How is Yosemite? It's amazing. I've never been, but obviously that's that's something that everybody talks about as yeah. one of the greatest parts of this this country. It's it's. What's like? How would you describe it? What What is it all about? First of all, I mean, it's a national park, right? Yeah, it's a national park. It's like it's forest, and so what happened? I guess over like millions and millions of years, a glacier carved its way through a mountain. So, oh wow! It's like you take a imagine the most beautiful mountain range on steroids with like massive fairy tale trees that are literally as wide and way wider than this room right? Mm. Trees that are that wide, like sequoias and redwoods, all over the place. It's like a freaking fairy tale. And then imagine a giant just like scooped through a valley like that. So there's just like this valley of cliffs that just go like, it's beautiful. Ben, you've been? We've been to the uh, entrance park of Yosemite to the main gate. We went on a backpacking trip for, for four nights. However, we didn't have permits. Permits weren't allowed or because that's when the COVID situation was still more of uh, an emergency type uh, environment. So we decided to go to Yosemite on a backpacking trip. But uh, we didn't manage to get into the national park, but we managed to enter another mountain very nearby park. And uh, it was pretty awesome. Well, you guys, you guys travel a lot. I was pretty upset the last time I was texting. I think I texted one of you guys. I don't know. Remember, I texted one of you to go work out. And you're like, bro, we're in France. And I was pretty upset that I didn't get an invite. You were in France Germany. or Germany? Germany. Were you in Germany? Exactly. Yeah. And so, and so given, given your most recent trip, I just want to say I'm glad that you're both here alive and whole. Yeah. Because that was one of the reasons I didn't go on the trip. The first reason, really, the biggest reason was that I really wanted to get this thing started. Yeah. You know, I've been working on it for about two, two and a half months, nonstop. Yeah, you didn't want to. Every single free minute that I had in the day when I wasn't at my job or in the gym was doing this. And so it was, it was just, it was the number one thing on my mind and I'm, I needed to get it started. And so I wouldn't have been able to enjoy that vacation with me thinking like, oh, are the cameras working? Is the mic working? I still don't know if they're working. I'm still worried about it. <laughs> it seems all right. By the way, congratulations. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, man. Thank congrats. You, man. Like I said, we got a freaking... Thank you. Thank you. If you weren't doing sober October, I'd cheers you right now. But, uh... <laughs> Speaking of October and uh, Germany, what's talk up? about the Oktoberfest. That was last year. That but but Well, okay. I, I want to get to that in a minute, but I want you to tell me a little bit about this trip because Ben showed me pictures. And dude, it's amazing. Like that whole area, like pictures you showed me of beautiful that cabin. That's that's yours. Your or like yes. where, where you guys stayed. Oh, oh, now you're talking about Chihuahua. Yes. Well, where did you guys go? What's the area called? First of all, start there. What's it called? He's talking about our weekend. Yeah, about this past weekend. Past weekend. Yeah. Well, first of all, I still uh, think you could have been dude, with us. We missed you a lot. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you. I really wanted to. Oh, I know. Really. From there. I know. <laughs> Next one. <laughs> Here's okay. So here's here's. Okay, I, I talked about the first reason why I didn't go, which was I wanted to get this thing started. The second reason I didn't go is because I felt like we were going to be driving through Mexico for entirely too long, too much distance, and drawing too much attention. I mean, you guys were in two trucks with a dirt bike in the back of one, no, of them, we, we and a quad in the back <laughs> of the other. Like, we, I, we I, dude, that's that. 
that's out of my comfort zone, man. Like maybe if we were just in one, you know, one car or even two cars, but without, without all the extra, cash. you guys are telling all these extra vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. You drive in eight hours. Jacuzzi limos in the back. It's, in my opinion, the uh, the best uh, option we have closest to Yosemite here in El Paso, Texas. Hey, I, I, just let me, sorry, Ben. I, I want to cut you off for just a second. Yeah. Diego, would you please just turn on the lights, dude? Because I can barely see Ben on screen. Let's just see what it looks like. If it, if it doesn't look better, we'll turn it back off. Do you want to switch? How, how, what if we switch? What if you come over here? No, just because you're white doesn't mean no, it's going to look better well, when you go it, over it, there. It, it does, actually. Hey, let's switch back. No, 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 no. Just, just flip them on real quick, please. That's a little bit better. Yeah. Okay, it's up to you. You're the video. You're the. You're the. It's you're your the, podcast, you're Jimmy. You're the guy. I, I wonder. So we turn can it off. Bring this want. microphone over here. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. What were no, you saying? No worries. Well, Copper Canyon. You know, we were talking about Yosemite earlier. Copper Canyon. But what's it? What's the? Uh, uh, what's the Mexican name? Uh, Las Barrancas del Cobre. Jesus. See, I don't go anywhere that I can't pronounce. Okay, I, that's the rule number one. Like, if I get in trouble and I call emergency, like, where are you at? Like, yeah, like I'll send you my location nine one one. I don't know what you want me to do. You can say Yarbrough, like. <laughs> I don't go to Yarbrough. <laughs> you guys lost me. I don't know where Yarbrough is. Copper Canyon. Twice as deep in the Grand Canyon, four times as as long in the Grand Canyon. It's just it's, it's very hard to describe. It's it's worth just going just to experience that mountains range. It's just imagine the Grand Canyon. Well, I've never been there either. I've seen pictures. Much. You've seen pictures. Yeah, I've seen pictures. pictures. Yeah, right. Imagine that, but with pine trees at the top. Nice. And when you get down to the bottom, it's so deep that there's a whole different ecosystem down there. Mm. So there's like different vegetation, different kinds of plants. It's all different. Like it's you, you and then when you hike down it, you can see the change in the ecosystem. That's how deep it is. I don't know how deep it is, thousands of feet, but it's like you look at pictures and it's just it just So what you guys doing with that? What do we do over there? Quads. So you're you're talking about you're talking about the one the one thing that really stood out to me is you said they have the longest zip line in the world. Yes. That's pretty cool. Like, how long is the ride down the zip line? <sighs> three minutes. I, I don't remember exactly. I think I heard the lady say two to three, two and what, a half to three minutes. Kilometers? A few kilometers yeah. long? Yeah. Or, or four kilometers long? I'm not sure. It's but... long. Yeah. <laughs> it's long. Like, yeah. you, the people, when you're saying, And you're going through mountains or valleys? or you're what? going from one side of the canyon to, like, this other part of mm. the canyon. And at some point, you can't nice. see where the person's going. Is that long? Nice. It gets lost in the background. You're like 60 miles an hour or something. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> and they're snipers. Whoever <laughs> 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 wins the lottery. <laughs> you guys are goofy. <laughs> yeah, you know that's hilarious. <laughs> and so, but so my, we went to a, a waterfall, we went to a lake, we rented quads, we went on a hike, hot springs, the Copper Canyon. It was that's awesome. very. Very we, special. We looked at the stars. Um, 
that's, that's great. <laughs> it was really cool. Uh, my favorite part was the hike down to the hot springs. It takes like an hour and a half to maybe two hours, depending on how quickly or slowly you take it. And we started at dusk. So it was kind of getting dark when we started. So we saw like the colors change, like all the like red on the cliffs, because you're hiking down this cliffside. Yeah. And it's like all these switchbacks and you start up in the in like the pine trees and you're hiking down all these switchbacks and you get deeper and deeper into the canyon. And when we got about halfway, it kind of got dark. And then it looked like this. The sky looked like Jesus. Like you could see the Milky Way. It was really cool. Really? It was super, yeah, it got really dark. You could literally see the Milky Way across the sky like that. And the planet Mars was so bright, you could even tell it was Mars. It was yeah. a different type of yeah. bright. So yeah. it's worthwhile driving outside the city just to just skywatch. Yeah. And, and that's a place to... That, sound, that sounds amazing. It's really cool. That and then when we got to the bottom... It was already dark. Yeah. And we got into these, they made these pools. The, the native people there, the Taramata tribe, the tribe that lived there, made these pools to catch the Are they cannibals? Springs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, there's they, nothing. There's nothing. If they catch you alone, it's the law that you can just. <laughs> I mean, I don't think, I don't think they'll eat your bone. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You're, I don't know well, that's yeah, why I'm saying that. You probably shouldn't go down there. Man. Yeah. What do you say? Hey. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm fit. I'm no, but I do. Yeah. Chosen one. You ever see a show called The Mighty Boosh? Yeah. You ever see that old Greg? Boosh? Video? Yeah. B o o s h. You gotta you just. You gotta Google a video called Old Greg. Okay. Just one day when you're after this, after this, when you're in the dark, alone, and you feel like being scared. Really? <laughs> when Diego first showed me this video, I was a freshman in college, and Diego, I was in my dorm room, and Diego, hey man, let me show you this. <laughs> and, um, I thought it was gonna be. Uh, watching at something else because we used to watch very uh, silly <laughs> uh, <laughs> videos. But this old Greg, I guess there's uh, two comedians from London, I believe, and just, uh, just act these random sceneries. They dress up and they act very, they're, they're very talented, <laughs> just in a very unique, funny way. And uh, they make up characters. <laughs> it's a good show. Yeah. So. Inside jokes. <laughs> so reason number two I didn't go was concern for safety. But I'm glad that you guys went and made it back all right. So it's, it's kind of like the same thing I think about it as, well, you know, I'm from Lebanon. and I don't even feel very safe in, in, in being in Lebanon. If I, like, I, I don't even want to go there right now. Yeah. Right? And if I go, I'd want to hang out with my friends who – I'd want my friends to show me around. Like there are parts of the country that I'm supposed to avoid that I wouldn't know right. to avoid. So I'd want somebody who knows the country to show me around. It's the same thing in Mexico. But what one of my friends told me is that the area you guys were in, it's pretty hot for, for it's, it's where a lot of the drugs come from. It's where most of the weed probably that should be transported <laughs> yeah. into the United States. Oh, um, at least the southern part of the United States came. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. But, uh, that's, that's a real shame, man, because there, there's so much, like just from looking at the pictures that Ben showed me, dude, I mean, I really wanted to go. But also the third reason I didn't go is it's an eight-hour drive. 
Well, you, you know, me and road trips, like me and driving time, me and travel, that's one of the reasons I don't travel much is like, okay, if you don't know El Paso, you won't understand what I'm about to say, but we're in the upper valley. When I get on I-10 and drive east, by the time I get to Lee Trevino, <laughs> I got to get the hell out of the car. That, that's all I can handle. That's like, I got to get out. That's that's my limit. From fear Personal to Lee Trevino. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what's that like? What's okay, that like? The, the drive, 16 the drive miles? to Creel is like 10 trips to Lee Trevino. <laughs> no, it's way longer. No, nah, it's like it's ten. ten. It's like ten <laughs> leaps probably, probably, nah. probably fifty. And we hired. Uh, we ended up uh, renting a van, and we hired a, a driver. The driver, he could have been Formula One. He was very. Uh, he was great. <laughs> <laughs> He's the next Jeff Gordon. <laughs> 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 it is, this is usually what I do just uh, to talk with you. Well, he, he, he had a good, co- a good career in NASCAR because he didn't know right from left. <laughs> <laughs> he was just, oh my God. did not know. <laughs> Bless his soul. And he didn't know right from left. I kept telling him, like, all right, just take a left here and he would go. <laughs> left and he go. Uh, so, so we had a. Uh, well, I assume you were talking in Spanish. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, our friend was uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, there was uh, mostly English speaking. There was a few of us that, uh, a few of my friends that uh, didn't speak Spanish, but it was it went by smoothly. Nobody had nobody had problems ordering or or anything of that nature. It's a very kind of a good time, man. Dude, yeah. dude, you really got to come, man. You really Next really time, man. Follow, okay, I'm not going to promise the next time I'll go. You know where I want to go? We were talking about this. Me and Ben were talking about this before you got here. And you you touched us a little bit earlier. I told you we'll get back to it. So let's get into it right now. Uh, you mentioned Oktoberfest in what country? Uh, Germany. Germany. Yeah. So, I, dude, like that's something I'm down to do. That I'm, I'm really, I mean, we were talking earlier this year, me and you guys and a couple of my friends from uh, back home, from Lebanon and Dubai, I was talking to them, to them about possibly doing a Euro trip. And a few of the places that I wanted to hit were, that sounds like I'm going to rob them. <laughs> a few of the places. <laughs> yeah, that did come out right here real quick. <laughs> I've been watching Animal Kingdom. Have you seen that show? No. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's uh, they they're, they're, they they rob places, but uh, <laughs> I wanted to go to. We were talking about uh, Germany, Prague, and uh, Spain. I've heard really good things about Spain. I've heard that like that's one of the coolest places to visit. Like Barcelona is just top, you know, top destination for tourists. That was my favorite city for a while. Yeah. Uh, speaking, going back to Oktoberfest. Yeah. Get into that, man. Tell me about you that. Should, like how, like if, what's what's so crazy if, about it? If you have only uh, one opportunity to visit Europe next year, please consider during the Oktoberfest time. Dude, Let's when is that? In, well, in October. <laughs> not, not, not necessarily. <laughs> oh, no? Okay. Yeah, which is. I feel a little smarter now. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the Iraqi. It's September good. September or, it starts at the end of September. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And it runs until it runs until like October tenth. Yeah, it's about I think. Uh, Dude, hopefully, we can travel, months. and I'm in. If we can, I mean, if we can, if we can travel, if international travel is open. Hopefully. Actually, international travel is already open, but it's just not. It's not great right now. Yeah, yeah. I just wouldn't want to do it. Let, let's hope it's uh, back on because this year was canceled. But uh, I think it's canceled for the first time since World War Two or something. Since, 
Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that. It was canceled. A lot of people were upset. I didn't understand why, per se, but I, I heard about a lot of – like a lot of people were, were – I saw a lot of posts about it on Facebook that people were, were upset Oktoberfest is canceled. Now I understand why they're upset. Uh, if you were to ask me about this event a few years ago, I wouldn't be as amazed because I'm not a, a big, uh, let's say, uh, Coachella type uh, a fan or any of those type of events. I'm usually very uh, uninformed. I haven't been even to uh, to the Austin one that's very you know, close to us. And uh, But uh, where I was going with this Oktoberfest was so big and so unique that uh, just to give you an idea, I think about something about 7 million people attend in a period of a little over two weeks. Jesus. And it generates about 7 million people in two weeks. It's crazy. Fly into Germany just to drink. The entire what, what are they, what are, what's, what's the drink? There's an Oktoberfest drink I remember when it's I was beer. working, but there's, there's like one specific beer, isn't there? There's a bunch. I mean, isn't there a beer called Oktoberfest? I think that, this is how bad I am with alcohol. I, mean, you know, they, I worked at I worked at restaurants and served alcohol for oh, forever for years. I don't know anything about it. Oh yeah, the 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 Bavarians. I think the oldest brewery in the world is there. That's cool. Yeah, and they like have they've been brewing it the same way for thousands. I don't know, long freaking time. Um, and it there's a bunch of different breweries that have been around for hundreds of years. So what they do is they rent this like huge. They don't rent, but there's like this huge park in the city and they put up these, each brewery will put up these massive like tents that are like the size of an airplane hanger, like a big airplane hanger, right? Like huge. And they'll fill them with like park benches. And in the center, there's a stage where there's a band or there's like a dance floor or there's usually a band, right? And it starts all morning. Like it starts in the morning. Like people start arriving at like five in the morning to line up yeah. and they open the doors to the park at nine, I think. And nine to 11. They're waiting in line for four hours. Dude. Yeah. To go and get yeah, hammered. No. Everyone in the All city. Right, I'm out. Everyone in the city. I'm you out. You don't have to do that. That's only because. I'll meet you guys at the local bar. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. First come, first serve. And there's certain, uh, what's it called? Uh, warehouses or. Yeah. The, the tents. Yeah. The tents that, uh, that, it's first come first serve, so there's really popular ones, and people want to have you know the front row seats. Or you can reserve ahead of time and stuff like that. But I, yeah, you can. But that's if you want to spend a few thousand dollars. I think, right? It's it's not very yeah, attainable. I think a table is like eight hundred euros. Or okay. Something like that. And uh, but anyway, Jimmy, on the uh, it's something that I've never seen before. I've never uh, so many people very very extremely organized, extremely clean. Most of them were dressed up. Let's say 99% of the crowd was dressed up in their traditional. The whole city's German dressed outfits. up in the, in those uh, later hosen, you know, those German overalls. And then all the, the girls. Girls. <laughs> that's the first thing we did when we went and got him an outfit that's the first thing we did when we was German at the <laughs> it was awesome and all the girls were dressed up in this awesome dress it's like my favorite thing to see a girl in they all look beautiful in it. just a bunch of like beautiful women dressed up in these awesome dresses and then all the dudes are wearing the their uh, lederhosen and you just dress up in these outfits that are also like traditional to the area and you go in there and there's like a theme park there's like ro a roller coaster and there's like you know like a fair type stuff and you can go in the tents and you sit at a bench and you order the beers and these massive they're called steins yeah. and they bring you like 
two liters worth of beer in each one. You eat pretzels and you start and you eat breakfast there, but while you're drinking <laughs> beer and you're drinking like, uh, like white sausage, it's called a, uh, you're drinking uh, white sausage. No, you're drinking and you're eating you're white eating sausage. And the white sausages were floating, so it's kind of like a vice versa. It's called. Remember vice versa. I, I, it was very challenging for me to. to pyramid was very, uh, very. I was very confused, but brother, just just sorry, sorry to say this again, man. But just when you turn towards Diego, you're just oh, talking yeah. that way, and we can't hear anything. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, you you can turn the mic with you. You can move it with yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. All right, thanks, man. I, uh, Sorry to cut you off. Yeah, I, I, I thought the food was very. I don't know. Did, okay. How much whiskey have you had? You like you can't even. Come on, bro. Right. Especially on the. Yeah. The ice you, you had made. Oh, those. <laughs> yeah, yeah those, those ice cakes are cool. But uh, yeah, the food was sausages and pretzels, pretzels. and just this type of beer that you can't even compare it to so so think of like an airplane hangar full of these park benches and it's shoulder to shoulder inside and every park bench is packed with people like super super packed with people and there's traditional german music being played and everyone's like singing it and you're like at first you're just kind of like drinking you're kind of like meeting people you're like hey cheers and blah blah and like it's really the happiest place on earth Forget Disneyland. That place is the happiest place on earth. I've never been to Disneyland. Either. By the time, go to go to Oktoberfest instead. Okay. By the time it gets to like twelve, people start to get a little bit rowdy. People start to dance, and then like one p.m. Probably, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe this is all wrong. But sooner or later, people just stand on the tables, and from then on out for the rest of the night, people are standing on the tables and dancing and like picking people up and people are crowd surfing, but everybody's nice. Like there, there's not any fights in it or anything. Like everybody's having a great time and hugging you. And like, I think fights are for the Irish. No, <laughs> you know, I have a friend in Germany. I'm going to ask her about this. It's dude. It's awesome, man. I'm going to ask her. But so, um, well, dude, I mean, dude, that's, that sounds like a great party. It's, really, it's yeah. the best party. I, I think I could use a good party. So, yeah, I think we could all use it. Every now and then, next not year. too much. Not, yeah, hey, man, if we can go next year, I'm in. I want to hit up, like I said, I want to hit up a few places. I should say hit up, not hit. Uh, <laughs> I want to hit up a few places in Europe. I've never been to Europe, so I mean, I've been in the German airport a couple of times, but so I guess that counts. I touched base, yeah. right? but I've never been to Europe. You hit them real quick, yeah. <laughs> hey, I, yeah, I want to mention one of my funniest experiences with with Ben. This is the greatest pickup line ever. Okay, <laughs> I got to talk about this. So we're so me and Ben go out one night. I don't know a while ago, and we go we go to this we, we go to this bar, and it was pretty dead. So we hang out there for like thirty minutes, forty five minutes. We're like, all right, we got to get out of here. We got to go. Let's go. Let's go check out uh, what's it called, Lost and Found. So we get out of there. We're so we're, we walk we're, as we're walking out. Right, we're, we're you know we get outside and we're walking towards our car, but we're not too far from the entrance yet. I just I'm like, where's Ben? Right. And, and so and then I just hear, hey, girls, <laughs> like, like, what? like what? And so Ben, so there's these two girls waiting to wait in line to get into the club. And Ben just turns around. He's like, hey, girls, <laughs> I was just like, that's the greatest pickup line ever. Hey, girls. And they're like, hey, what's up? And he's like, hey, you know, this place sucks. We were here for, for 30 minutes, 45, whatever it was. And we're going to go to Lost and Found. Why don't you all meet us over there? And they're like, oh, my God, really? No, it looks really cool in here. 
He's like, no, 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 just listen to me. It sucks. <laughs> I know a good party when I see one. This isn't it. <laughs> We're going to lost them. And they followed us there. They just, they, they just followed us there. And so we hung out over there. It was hilarious. It was really cool. But I just thought that was the greatest line. Like, you know, everybody's trying to think of all these all these all these special lines to, to, to yeah to break the ice <laughs> he just starts around. Little did we know hey girls just, hey yeah that's it hey <laughs> what <laughs> that's something that's something i got 11 on shout out you know what I mean? like, <laughs> yeah i guess you um you me and diego were talking about this a while back uh we, we were talking about you brother and we were saying that so, you know, for us and for most people, there are, there are several departments in our brains, right? It's like we think about, you know, I mean, we both do jujitsu, like me and Diego, and we think, I think about, yeah, I go, I think I've got the shooting range, you know, shooting and then work and all these other departments in my head. Not Ben. Ben's got one thing on his mind the senoritas. That's it. He's got, he's got one thing on his mind. That's it. I mean, who, it's like primarily. <laughs> that's it. Everything that like Ben does, anything, anything that Ben does, it, it, it leads back to the senoritas. That's it. There's no. Gotta live for the ladies, right, Ben? Maybe it's like Stephanie that in her things. Don't believe it, Stephanie. No Don't believe part. it. Don't believe it. Well, very uh, fine, young gentleman. No, well, look, I mean, I'm not saying I don't. I don't. Well, I don't mean that. I don't mean that senoritas as in plural at all times. He's only thinking about Steph. Right now, he's only thinking about Steph. No. But in general, like even like right now, so that part of your brain that's occupied, there's like 99% of your brain is for the ladies. And like 1% is I got to eat and go to the bathroom. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> and so right now, <laughs> right, well, I, so right uh, now, right now Stephanie is the 99%. I think we can all agree that that's the best thing we have on the The ladies? Nice. Dude, we should just end the podcast on that. I, signing out. <laughs> <laughs> signing out. That was a great end. <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, the interesting part is that uh, when I grew up, and I mean to say it in a very happy way, don't want to, you know, ruin the, the mojo, but when I grew up, I was always the fattest kid in the classroom. So I, I legitimately, when I was, let's say, a junior in high school, I thought that I was never going to be able to woman in my life. <laughs> So I, uh, I think that I've, I, 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 I'm like that's a okay. Blind, you know, I thought that too. Person that can see now. Yeah. So it's uh, to me, it's extra. It's it's exhilarating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah I, get it, just I get it. I get it. I mean, look, when you look at his beard. <laughs> when when I look at your beard, I'm like, man, the amount of testosterone this guy has. Right? Like, I don't even see beards like that in the Middle East. Dude. Like, I have to go deep into the villages <laughs> to see a beard like you. I mean, he, you shaved two hours. You shaved on your way here. Your, on this long journey and search for the thickest beard. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I mean, I'm Middle Eastern and, like, I shave. Well, I, didn't, I, didn't, I never shaved, but I trim. Yeah, I trim every now and then. But you, when did you shave? Uh, yes. Like an hour? <laughs> uh, I have this trimmer, and uh, I used that. A few the Manscaped? 
That's yes. not for your face, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not for your face. I thought you could go. I, I, uh, is it like a dual feel? Somebody. <laughs> is it a problem? <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it could be used for both things. Uh, <laughs> hey, cool. hey, one of the one of the viewers commented. They want me to ask you about your experience. I, I'm not gonna. They want. Should I just read it out? <laughs> I probably should. They want me to ask you about your experience in Brazil with the with the ladies or whatever. <laughs> Carlos, that's yeah. Carlos. I don't know who that is, but that's probably my friend Guillermo. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. If you want to talk about the story, go for it. If it's if it's too much, then no, we, yeah, we don't have to. it's up to you. Like you can you can talk about whatever you want. Or something like that. <laughs> you can talk about whatever you want. It's just the three of us here. You can talk about whatever you want. This is a safe. This is a safe zone. It's a place you you want to. If you like nature and if you like women. Yeah, that's definitely. A, I love them both. I, I, that's a, absolutely. I love women in nature. But. <laughs> I, went with a, I went with a group of friends. Uh, my friend uh, was getting married in this small town in Brazil. Okay. I guess he he uh, he met this uh, he met this girl in Michigan. He lives in Michigan, and the girl happened to be from Brazil, and they fell in love, and we went. We were invited to his wedding, so it was nine of us. So it was a very good vibe. We were going there mostly for touristy. Uh, stuff and uh, we went to a small town called Ilinos. and uh, it's another place I can't pronounce. <laughs> about four hours in, from Sao Paulo. It's like twenty litres vinhos. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. how far. Yeah, it, that's, that's how far it is. <laughs> <laughs> but we were we, we the one of my favorite quotes uh, from somebody was my friend's father uh, uh, told his son that just got married. He said. Uh, has your friends and does any of your friends ever seen a woman in their life before? They act like they haven't seen her. <laughs> what? <laughs> One of my friends that I'm not going to mention your name was uh, pretty much making out with this girl in the middle of the dance floor the entire wedding, and we were all getting to know the bridesmaid. Well, has she ever seen a man in her life? Well, I got to I got to put a flag on the play. And, and why we, is it all? Why are we the animals? We were the different ones. <laughs> We were the different ones. Everybody spoke Portuguese. We were the only Spanish speakers. Yeah, so we had a, you guys were exotic. That we, we, yes, and there was uh, so that that night was one of those things that you, we have to write a, a, a movie about it. Do it or some sort of. We're doing it. We're doing it right now. This is the this is the, the intro to the movie. So it was fascinating. Then we went to Rio de Janeiro, and, and obviously we went into the campus to go look for women to meet them. Because we wanted to meet, uh, we went to the university, <laughs> and that's why that's they, like campus. It, it was the University of, <laughs> of, uh, of uh, Rio de Janeiro, and uh, we we decided, well, let's go to the source, and uh, we have to go in. and <laughs> we had a blast. We met a lot of friends from the source, <laughs> source of the spring. So I think I think uh, my friend Ian was on that. Saying that oh, that's hilarious. Man. To it's Carlos. I don't know. Well, the the YouTube name is Tootie Wayne. So I don't know. Uh, I think it's Ramon. I think yeah. it's Ramon. Tootie Wayne. Amen. So well, you were talking about actually it's something I've always I've always wanted to ask you, Diego, because you just meant you wanted to to make this into a movie. And Diego, that's your field. Yeah. Like, what exactly do you do? I mean, I know that you live in LA and, and you're involved in some movies. I've seen you 
know, Jack in the Box commercial. I think though. <laughs> well, my, my main question is, when are you going to get me into the Fast and Furious? Uh, because, dude, I'm like, I'm ready. I work out. I drive a muscle car. I mean, what else do I got to do? I, I just got to talk to your manager about that. They really wanted Vin Diesel for one more. Uh, what if I kick Vin Diesel's ass? I'm not buying that whole thing that he can beat The Rock, first of all, in a fight. That's is that a thing? Oh, bro. You, dude, you think he can hang with me on a map? Come on. Guys. Is that a thing, though? What? People say he can beat The Rock. Well, he beat The Rock in, I think it was Fast Five. They, oh, they, they got to find them in the movie. They, in the movie. Right, they made the movie. Yeah, in a movie. And, and I oh, think yeah, I think got to beat The Rock. Yeah, of course. Well, he owns that franchise, right? That's his That's his Vin thing. Diesel. Yeah. Vin Diesel owns the franchise? That's what I've heard. He's making a lot of money. Right. What right. They, that's what I'm saying. I want to get in on the action, so you got to get me in there. I don't have the connections in Hollywood, but you do. Go out there and start doing stunts, man. No, look, I'm doing the podcast. Maybe they can see me on the podcast. They'll be like, you know what? That guy looks like he can beat the shit out of Vin Diesel. Hashtag Vin Diesel. So, <laughs> so Vin Diesel. <laughs> Vin Diesel. Yeah. Jimmy's after you. Dude, what if you no, look, I, I'm, a I'm a fan. I'm a fan. We should try and set you up like rolling with what, Vin a Diesel. Fat, a fight? Yeah, like, or just freaking roll with the guy and just oh, be like, bro, if I, I tap it. you in, in... You get it in the movie. If you tap... Yeah, you freaking... Oh, dude. I, well, I don't think. I mean, look, I'm not. I'm, I'm a fan. First of all, I'm a fan. I don't want to talk. I don't want to sound like I'm trash talking to you guys. I love those movies. I've watched every one of them, uh, and that's why I want to be in them because I think they're super cool. But he, uh, I don't, I don't know if he actually knows martial arts. Yeah, but, I don't know. Like, and so I mean, The Rock can wrestle. He, he started, plus, The Rock is just a I'm sure he could. No, I'm sure he could. He's look, I'm strong. Sure. Shit. Yeah, what, like 25 years ago? Look, he, I'm sure he's still strong, he? but if he break dances right now, I think he'd break a hip. How old is he? I don't know, but he's bald. Uh, the only actor that I know that does do this is uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Reeves, right? Isn't it? Is he, yeah. he does do Man, he's got some moves. You know that guy he's from, got some you, moves. you'd never think, but the guy from Married with Children, remember that guy? You ever see that show? He's the guy on Modern Family. I forgot what his name is. He's a black belt. Well, Paul Walker was a was a brown belt, I think. Yeah, so he was a brown belt, and then when he died, they actually they, they his instructor, whoever gave it was, gave him a black belt. They said that like he had already done enough hours to earn a black belt, but he hadn't tested for it or something like that. And so they gave him a black belt at the like I have done after that. It was pretty sad, man. Yeah, that was upsetting. But that's my point. Is like there's room for me because Paul Walker's dead. The guy from to- from from Tokyo Drift ain't coming back. He hasn't been in any other movies. You know, you know what I'm talking about? The hillbilly from, from, from Tokyo Drift. No, I mean, I mean, he was cool, man. I, I don't know why they didn't put him in, in more movies. but Because I really liked his – I thought he was great in that movie. Keanu Reeves. I mean, Keanu Reeves is a badass. Awesome. Yeah, he really is. John Wick movies. Yeah, I've seen all of them. Yeah. yeah, hell yeah. I'm waiting for the next one. Is there gonna be man, when I, was, when I was still working at the gun store, uh, so the firearm that he used in John Wick 3 Baba was, was Baba, Yaga, Baba Yaga or something like that, the boogeyman. Like, I'm Lebanese, bro. I don't give a shit about a boogeyman. You know what I mean? You're going to scare me with the boogeyman. Dude, I've, I've, seen, I've seen girls with beards thicker than Ben's. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to scare me with the boogeyman. You're going to get scared with the bigger boogeyman. <laughs> The, the, the gun that he used in that movie was the STI Combat Master. 
And uh, SDI makes some phenomenal, phenomenal firearms. What is it? What is that like? A, what kind of gun is it? It's a pistol. Oh, really? Yeah. I'll show you one similar to it right now when we're finished. I'll, I'll show you one. Why is it badass? Why are they awesome? Oh, my God, dude. It's. Well, I mean, like, why is Porsche an amazing risk? Oh, risk really? oh like dude. How does it compare to that, whatever that is? Oh, that's – well, that's a that's a that's just a Glock frame. That's not even a full gun. Yeah. <laughs> that's just a, Glock, Glocks are supposed to be pretty awesome too, right? Oh, they're great. I have I have a number of them. Well, actually, on the last – on the first – episode my buddy was here and he was doing uh he's got a he's got a cnc machine and so we were talking about it on the show so i took i took apart this gun and i gave him the slide because he's going to engrave a spongebob on it <laughs> so, that's pretty cool dude. yeah that's pretty cool yeah wait hold on i've been talking about <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. matching matching uh like tattoos no silver guns like dual silver guns with like the Virgin yeah. Mary or like skulls on them. We gotta get some of those, dude. Get down. Uh, uh, sure, but let me let, <laughs> let me let me finish what I was talking about. It's not <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so he used a 2011 Combat Master that was custom by by Terran Tactical. So Terran is the guy who who taught him how to do three gun stuff, like how to reload and shoot. Oh, yeah. So that's the guy who trained him uh, in California, actually. And uh, th th there was a limited run of those guns. I don't remember how many they made, but I was still working with the gun shop when they came out. And we were only able to get about five of them. They're like 4,000 apiece. They were all sold out before they even hit the store. People came in and just made the payment and said, just call me when the gun gets here. They were all gone like that. Because SDI only made, they made a limited run. I think they made, I don't know if it was 1,000 or 5,000. I don't remember at this point. But that's how popular that movie is, man. I mean, we, we like, the, people were buying those guns they without even, because of and everybody movie. paid retail. Everybody paid. Like that's one thing, dude. I I won't buy. I won't pay retail. I won't. I don't pay retail for anything. There's no reason. I maybe in LA you pay retail, but in El Paso you don't pay retail. We don't pay in this here for, for anything. I don't care if it's a loaf of bread. I'm not paying retail. Yeah, I'm gonna look at. I'm what, gonna. I'm gonna I, see what. I'm gonna see what, what it goes for on eBay. And then, what, what gun do I need to get? For this well, you're in California, so you can get a water gun. I'll sell you a water gun. <laughs> You're not in California, so yeah, Super Soaker five hundred. Yes, Super Soaker five hundred. Pink pepper sprays that my girlfriend has. Who's the manufacturer that you just talked about? STI. They're made in Georgetown, Texas. Man, they're incredible. They're uh, they're all, they're hand built all every step of the way, and all the parts are fitted. So it's it's a custom fit, custom build. Firearm. Oh really? Yeah, man, and they're incredible. Like when you when you pull the when you pull the slide back on a Glock, you're like, okay, you get how it feels. You 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 pull the trigger. You're like, okay, I get it. And then I mean, a Glock. Actually, it's a good example because they're known. People usually don't like Glock triggers. But then you rack the slide on an SDI, and you're like, whoa. What's the, what what makes it? Dude, work? it's like a slip and slide. Oh, with with a ton of oil on it. Like it just, it's so smooth. Yeah. It is so smooth. You can't believe it. Oh yeah, my God. It makes it like like it just, it talks to your senses when you, when you rack the slide. I wish I grabbed one of them before the show. Maybe you guys can, can just talk for a bit and I'll go grab one. Go get one. I got to see this thing. Bro. Go. I, I, you're done. About all right. I want, all right. You guys keep, keep the people entertained. I'll be right back. Okay. Remember Chewbacca? <laughs> Jimmy's never seen South Park before. Jimmy's never gone. Has he gone to Mexico? Who knows? We gotta get him. We should uh, kidnap him. We should. We should rent a uh, a minivan and put fishnets like pantyhose over our faces. 
<laughs> when he's out front, when he's outside his mom's house, and like, when he's saying hi to his mom from the outside. You think it would be easy to move, kidnap this guy? <laughs> <laughs> kidnap Jason. <laughs> 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 yeah, Is that the one? <laughs> That's the one, bro. Hold yeah. on, hold on. I gotta do this. So I can't Does just whip it out. Every like type? That? Is it just because uh, can you buy a, a type of gun by that manufacturer that you can have? On a daily basis, or is it too? That's kind of heavy. You, know? you can have this on daily basis. Yeah. No, not really. I mean, you talk like a carry gun. Yeah. No, this is a race gun, so everything on it's bigger. Mm-hmm. I got. I got to make sure that we don't. We don't. It's I got to make sure that we don't sound like we're doing a, a firearm review. So I actually don't want it on camera too much because I think YouTube has a problem with with people doing firearm reviews. But we can talk about it. I just won't. I won't have it too much on camera. So a race gun like this one. Is that like for race so this is the STI DVC Limited. Well, it's for competition. So carry guns are usually slimmer and smaller. This is for competition. So as you, like all the controls are bigger. Like the mag release button is huge. Uh, the magla. So it's really quick. Oh, yeah. so you just chuck so, a freaking mag. Yeah. So you can just, if, you, if you're reloading, you don't have to be super precise with getting the mag right, into right, the yeah. mag. It's kind of like. It just, yeah, if you miss by a little bit, the magla will guide you. In. It's like Benson's. So you can just slam it in. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. But when you when you rack the slide on one of these, man, it's just so smooth. And then with this with, with this model, they did this super cool thing where they they cut the slide around uh, around the barrel, and so the front sight sits on the barrel. So as the as the slide cycles, the sight stays still. It doesn't it doesn't move forward and backward with it. You know what I mean? So less weight. Uh, well, not necessarily paying. less weight, just, it's just, it, it, it keeps the sight in place. Oh, right. You're right. Yeah. yeah. I heard about that. Dude, it feels oh, good. That is a freaking firearm. Yeah. Try to trigger on it. It's amazing. Two and a half pound trigger. It's like a super soaker. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Super soakers. I think pretty awesome. Dude. Yeah. It's great. TVC. That's pretty cool. So what I'm just going to, I'm just going to switch the camera over because I don't want that thing with it. Tell me what uh, I have to get. Well, I mean, it depends on what you're trying to do with it. Well, there's that civil. Like, are you are 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 you are you are you going to be doing are you going to be doing competitions? I just want something. Going to conceal carry? Can you even you can't even conceal carry in Cali, can you? I think it's pretty hard. Even if you have it at the house, I think they've got some some ridiculous law where you have to have the ammo in another room and the gun's got to be cleared at all times. Dude, when 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 I again when I was working at the gun shop, people would walk in, they'd say, "Hey, I'm here from out of town. I want to look at some guns." I'd say, where are you from? And I'd say, uh, California. I'd say, well, we can sell you a hat. They're over there if you want to go look at them. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't even, yeah. I wouldn't even talk to you if you're from. If you show me a California ID, what could I buy? I'm like, look, you can buy a cleaning kit, you know, or a hat. That's that's about it. I want to sell you a keychain. Boring companies. A flamethrower. Is that what I need? Like the one Elon Musk Should made? Flamethrowers. I don't think you can get those anymore. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I think he only made like. Who? He made twenty thousand, and he said they sold out in a few days. Yeah, that would yeah. Cool. I wonder why he didn't keep making them. Defense. Dude, if I made if if I if I made twenty thousand, hunting. Yeah, you kill it and cook it at the, same, it at the time. same time. You just walk up with a fork and knife. <laughs> you get a there, there was a that in his backyard with with some other animals. Micro used a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus that's Christ! Holy <laughs> oh, shit! That's probably how the Indians used to cook. Used to cook. Used to hunt and cook. 
right? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> right? Yeah, let's to, total total valid history right there. Yeah, valid history. That's what you should change this name of the show to. Valid history. Yeah. yeah. Reenact it. <laughs> so so but no, I was I was I tried asking you like 40 minutes ago, then we just got silly. Uh, not 40 minutes, uh, 10 minutes ago, whatever. But what what exactly do you do? Like what what's your work? Oh, you're talking about that. Um I'm a cinematographer. Um Dude, if I said that to the ladies, first of all, <laughs> if I that's what I'm gonna start telling people when I when I go out from now on and I meet a girl, she's like, "What do you do for that?" I'm a, I'm a cinematographer. <laughs> I have to learn how to say that word. That's it. That seals the deal. That's better than "Hey, girls." Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, mean, she, I don't know. Got me a girlfriend. She's hot as hell. Um, no, so I I work with um, a cinematographer. Is someone who works with cameras and is in charge of like what things look like on in a movie or a tv show so for example if you're gonna make a movie let's just say or a tv show someone gave me a call a few months ago said hey we're gonna make a tv show uh and that person would be the director or someone and then it's my job to talk to the director or whoever about what kind of cameras we're gonna use what they want the movie to look like as far as like you know how there's like Tim Burton movies. They all kind of look, they've all got that Tim Burton look, right? It's like kind of dark and quirky and stuff like that. And then there's, um, let's say, Blade Runner, right? It looks very futuristic. Like the, the colors are kind of like all in a similar palette, but then there's like neons and stuff like that. It's the cinematographer's job to kind of decide what all that's going to look like. So like it would if let's say you Jimmy were directing this movie right here, this is your podcast movie. I would say, all right, we're going to use that camera right there. And we're going to throw this light back up here because it symbolizes X, Y, and Z. And we're going to shoot this on a close up on Benson right now because he's having an existential crisis or whatever. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> you know, so it's my job to kind of convey a story through imagery. And, gotcha. and pictures, really. So it's my job to tell a story with a camera, basically. I'm a, I'm a storyteller. Gotcha. Um, so that's that's what I do, man. And then you can, some people see it all the way through, all the way to like post where you color the movie, where they like mess with how the colors are gonna look and like wh whether it's gonna be like black and white or like really saturated colors or what scene is gonna be um, this color as opposed to like this color and then you can work in conjunction with like um costume people and decide like i want the main character be, to be wearing a blue shirt in this next scene and through this whole sequence because blue symbolizes x y and z for whatever and gotcha. subconsciously it could get in the mind of the audience and the next scene his lady is going to be wearing yellow because yellow is like a warmer color and you want it to, you want the audience to kind of fall in love with that person oh, okay. so it's yeah. that's I so, guess. so what what color would you put on me if I want the audience to fall in love with? I wouldn't put anything. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Are, well, no, that's really interesting. Or at speedo, we want to. That's 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 so, cool. Dude. Yeah, man, it's a fun job. It's really cool. It's it's yeah. a lot of fun. You know, you get to, I get to be. I get to work with my artistic side um, a lot of the time and be really creative. So it's like, 
it's yeah. like you were saying earlier, like if you, you want to do something that you have fun with and that kind yeah. of becomes what you yeah. do for a living. Yeah. That's that's how I feel. Whenever I go to work, whenever I like set foot on a new set, that's how I feel. I feel yeah. like I just set foot on the playground as a little kid. And I'm yeah. like, oh shit. And at the end of the day I'm like, I got paid for that. So it's 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 amazing, man. It's it's really yeah. cool thing. That's super important. I like everything that I do. Yeah. I don't do anything that I don't like. Yeah. And and there are there are parts of everything that I do that I don't like, but as a whole, I enjoy everything that I do. Yeah. Right? Like for my job as a salesman, I really enjoy it. Yeah. There are things about it, there are certain certain tasks and, and responsibilities that I've got to do that aren't my favorite. But as a whole, I like it. Yeah. Right, like going to the gym. Like, yeah, there are days I don't want to go to the gym, but I, overall, I love working out. Jujitsu, same thing. Uh, this podcast. I mean, right now, I'm just having. I mean, everything about it is is just just really fun, except for me still being worried about the mics and, and sort of that yeah. sort of thing. And and because I'm, I'm doing, you know, I'm managing the whole channel by myself. Yeah. That that stuff is not my favorite. Like, I've just never really been that much into that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm more of like a tell me what needs to get done and I'll go do it. But then you manage all the, all the, all the other little stuff on the back end. But I, I mean, I love all of it, man. If, like that's one of the reasons, like you were saying, I wanted to do this. It's because it's just really fun. I mean, yeah. we're just, we're just here hanging out, having a good time. You, you, just telling me like stories and, and being, well, Ben, I wanted to ask you too, because for as long as I've known you, you've always been starting one business and another. And I, is that, is that like, you've always just been that way? Is it, from like a family thing, like your family owns businesses, they're entrepreneurs. So you just kind of grew up watching how your parents make, made a living and you decided, Hey, like I have this idea and I already have seen my dad run a business so I can run a business too. And then you got into it or like how you just really, or did you have a boss that you really hated? And then you decided I'm never going to have a boss again. And you went the entrepreneurial route. Like how did, how did that come to be? Yeah, definitely was inspired by the people around me, family members. Yeah. Um, and, um, I always saw the, uh, the, uh, I've always, I always had the dream of creating something and uh, and, and, and having, uh, I have goals to, that I would like to fulfill and, and, and being an entrepreneur, I think uh, will get me there faster. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, uh, the reason why I went to the university I went uh, was because I wanted to surround myself with, uh, with uh, people from the entrepreneurship uh, uh, classes and, and type of uh, environment so i was i was uh i want to tell that story later and how i went to that university it was uh why later you tell it, me it, it was very interesting well i got kicked out of class when i uh when i, was I like the story already and when i was in high school and diego happened to be walking by he had already graduated at the time and uh i asked diego hey man where are you going to to, to where, what are you up to and he, he told me he went to the university of arizona and just talking about it and uh I started doing research and they had the best entrepreneurship uh, um, school in the nation. They were ranked number one. So um, I, uh, I thought, well, let me give it a shot. And I applied and uh, you know, about three months, two months later, I got accepted and, uh, and uh, it was very interesting. So that's when I got to learn about, uh, uh, you know, if I really wanted entrepreneurship or not. I, yeah. Decided not to when I graduated, even though I, I started a business while I was in college. Nice. What kind, what kind of business? It was a marketing business. It was a startup. And uh, I, you know, I, I wasn't successful at it, but I, I learned so much and I, and I, and I kept doing it. I, 
but I, I'm, I was also a salesman for, for, for about five, six years at different companies. And uh, that also helped me. I, I felt more of, a, of an entrepreneur within a company. And I know you were talking about some tasks earlier from your salesman job. It was it CRM documentation? Because for me, that's what it was. But yeah, yeah, mostly it's documentation, logging calls, that kind of thing. And, and not, not. I don't dislike. I'm not against logging calls. I, I understand the importance of it. I just don't want to have to log every interaction that I have with with a clinic, yeah. because then my my database ends up just being littered with a bunch of notes, and I only want to log what I believe is relevant to growing the business. Yeah. And that's that's different. But uh, I think. Probably the best thing that, that uh, about your experience with that business is that, like you said, you learn from it. And I think you learn way more from experience that way or from watching somebody who actually has done it, like your, your family, uh, than, than you ever will learn in college. That's one of the things that I always say, like people go to business school and they learn about starting a business from people who have never started a business. That, that doesn't make any sense, right? Because anybody can read a book and then test you on the information in it. But have they actually done it? Right? Like, like dude, we can read a martial arts book all day long. But if you haven't actually been on the mat and choked somebody out, then who are you? Yeah, yeah. Like, how are you going to come at me and tell me, talk to me about my technique? Like, no, I'm not going to listen to you. Didn't uh, Danny LaRusso do it? Who's that? He learned from before. <laughs> what does he do? Yeah, but going back, there's, uh, I guess, uh, I, I've learned from a lot of great people. I have a lot of great mentors in my life, and I reach out to people. And uh, uh, there's this department called the SBA, Small Business Association, and they help you out with a business plan, set everything up for, for, for loans, or just do a startup. and. Uh, I just sold my business yeah. four, six months ago. And, yeah, congrats. Yeah, so I, I started another one, and I'm just brokering produce at the moment, so still using my sales skills. So I just happen to capitalize on my skill being my own boss, and I uh, and I think it's Dude. I've been slowly. I mean, I've learned enough where I was getting paid, and now that I'm, it's, it's whatever I sell. It's it's my that's my income. So I, I get creative. I believe a lot in the eighty twenty rule, and I've learned a lot from. Where 20% of your time is going to give you 80% of your money, you know, type. This sure, stuff. the 80-20, so yeah. So I've been... Uh, that, it's so true, man. It's so, The 80-20 rule is so true. Yeah, so I... Uh, so I, I it, it's been challenging times, not for... for uh, it's not a walk in the park, but it's an investment that you make. Yeah. At some point, business aspect of your time, your stress. It's not like you have a boss where you can ask them questions. There's no manual for sure so it's it's very there's a lot of uncertainty all day and and but, but slowly but surely you get better at it and you translate it to other aspects of your life i feel like my intuition is better because of all these battles that i that i've lost and now i'm i'm getting into dude into, we, we gotta get the mic right oh i think it might be the actual mic what's going on i don't is know it, let's see talking to is him. it the cord or can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. So you, but he keeps cutting, right? Yeah, it's kind of cutting in and out. I think it might be the core. I'm sorry, man. I keep interrupting yeah. you. I really don't, don't. I hate to do that. But don't worry. Don't worry. Should I get super close to it? I, I think, think just, try, just try keeping it as close to your mouth as possible. Okay. Like just like right there. Just keep it right there. Right. Yeah. Sorry, man. I, I really hate to keep interrupting you, but <laughs> no worries. It's it, you keep you like your voice comes in and out. Um, 
But I want to follow up on what you said a little bit about, about the 80-20 rule. I found it to be very true. It's called the Pareto Principle. I learned about it a while ago. I was doing some research on, on something sales related. And the idea is that for people who don't know that 20, uh, 80% of your business comes from 20% of your accounts. But, you know, I mean, it, it applies to, to basically you can apply it to anything in life. But 80% of your business comes from 20% of your accounts. If you look at a sales organization, 80% of their revenue will come from 20% of the salespeople. And then 80, and then of those 20%, 80% of that bucket comes from 20% of that 20% and so on and so forth all the way to the top. It's pretty crazy. And when you think about it, like anybody who's, who's in sales can think about this and can be like, well, let me, you know, like if you're, if you're a pharma rep or something along those lines, whatever it is that you do, you think about all of your accounts and where your business comes from. And yeah, twenty percent of your your business comes from, or eighty percent of your business comes from twenty percent of your accounts. It's very true. So, but I, I want to say, man, for for you being you, and wearing that shirt, and being an entrepreneur, the only appropriate business for Ben is a strip club. <laughs> Why haven't you? Do you have any plans to open a strip club? Oh, how many, how do we many, have it? How many women did you bring back this time? <laughs> How many do we have in El Paso right now? Strip clubs? Yeah. Are they open? I don't know, but how many do we have? You know. There's dreams. You know. <laughs> Not enough. Well, you know, my first I had my first cage fight at Dreams. Did you really? No yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. In, in, the in the parking lot. Stripper in the parking lot. Yeah. They put a they put a cage. Called some dude out and you were like, "Fuck you." That's right. That's yes. Scary. Was it like a proving grounds type situation? No, no, no. It was it was a legit show called Bo- it was it? called Border Brawl. Oh, really? Yeah, and That's they cool. did it at the Dreams parking lot, and uh, yeah, they just they set up they put a bunch of chairs and you know, just, just like oh, of course nice. I choked them out in the first round. Nice. Triangle chokes him. <laughs> yeah. So um, he just approached you. And, who? Uh, Why you fight him? No, no, no. no it was an <laughs> MMA fight. Oh, it was an oh. I. Did I not say that? No, you did. I think, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, my first cage fight. Okay, yeah, yeah, my I first octagon, and I, I thought it was. <laughs> so they actually do octagon fights at the, uh, the strip clubs? Strip clubs? Well, that's a good way to get clients. Dude, yeah, see some dudes kick the shit out of each other and then look at some boobs. <laughs> yeah, basically, like even if you lose, we'll cheer you up over here. Yeah, yeah. So, so th- that, that that's where they held that event. It was in the parking lot of Dreams. And yeah, they just put the cage outside and put the, you know, a bunch of. How many fights did you have total? Just three. Yeah, three. Yeah, three. Is that something you did just because you wanted to like? No, I was going to go to the UFC. Oh, you wanted yeah, to. that was my life plan. And then I learned about brain trauma, and I said, "The hell with that." Yeah, dude. Yeah, that shit's real, man. It's so. It's super, and actually, one of the one of the most one of the most um, awakening moments that I had when, when it came to that is I was watching an interview with a fighter who had just made it into the UFC. He had three fights. He won his first two. He was 32 years old. I don't remember the guy's name. He won his first two fights. Third fight, he got knocked out. And it was a really bad knockout. And uh, he said that after that fight, he had no short-term memory. It was just like anything, any interaction that he has He's got to write it down because he'll forget it. He'll forget. Like, you know, anything that his wife tells him, like, hey, you got to pick up the kids from school today, he's got to write it down. No short, just gone. That's and amazing. I watched that and I was like, oh, my God. And then at the same time, because I studied kinesiology in, in, uh, at UTEP, 
uh, I was going through a sports injury class and uh, we, we were going over concussions. Uh, just, you know, there, also, there was a lot of data about football players and, and CTE and yeah. brain trauma. And uh, I started learning about micro concussions and then traumatic brain injury. And, and basically, man, if you're going to do it sooner or later, it's going to catch up yeah. with you. There, no, there's no way around. Yeah, you can't get there's no your head like that and then just not have it affect you. Yeah, you're yeah. like eventually well yeah i mean you're yeah so 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 i tell people if a cure for brain trauma were, or a treatment an effective treatment were introduced today you go back i'd be in the cage in two months yeah give me two months i need to get some sparring in get my timing better back i need to hit some mitts and i'm in the cage in two months yeah yeah there's yeah. nothing else i'd rather be doing man than just be doing a podcast and beat people up yeah if there was something like that it'd be cool to go It'd be awesome, man. I just don't think it'll happen in my lifetime. I think the the technology. I mean, just we, we don't do it. I hear, I hear that's what they do down in freaking Greenland. Just ice your head. <laughs> ice works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, my yeah. brother, he he freaking smashed his face the other day. You, he you did. Yeah, that? he messaged me, and actually, I felt bad because I thought maybe it was my fault. So he was using the glute the glute ham the developer. Glute, yeah, he told me he was going up and down. Yeah, and. About a week before that, I went and worked out of his house because I wanted to use it. And I, I, don't, I mean, I can't remember if I moved the pin or not. But, but I think I used it a couple of days before you. I said it was your fault. All right. It was probably your fault. Dude, I feel so much better. <laughs> no, I didn't move the I pin. Think, yeah. All I did was move the he, pin. He face planted. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was you. Maybe, man. I don't know. But he, uh, yeah, man. He, he, so, so, so for people who don't know, this is hard to describe, but a glute ham developer you're basically your feet are hooked into this thing, this attachment. I, I don't know. I, I, it's so you attach hard to your explain. Feet and then you kind of lay on your stomach and you do. No, well, your knees are on the pad. So basically you're upright, and but your legs are bent down and then, and then you, you go down like this up. and then you pull yourself up by doing a leg curl. And so as he was coming down, like the thing that holds the, the thing that holds his feet just popped out. And so he just faced Did you see his face after his nose? He sent me a picture. Straight into the like into the concrete. Into that's the horrible. Concrete. Yeah, that's horrible. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, is his nose crooked now like mine? Is his nose crooked like mine now? Okay. I mean he's he's already married anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> about that. He should join the he should freaking go back to fighting also. <laughs> yeah, right. By the way, the best winning Oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, were you there? No, I wasn't. Invited. You weren't there. No, asshole just sent me a video. <laughs> Dude, there were like five hundred guests at that one. Oh wow, it was it was like a statewide event, man. Like we're gonna have to make it a tradition. Just let's celebrate it every year. We gotta man. we gotta get a family member married like every year, or just like celebrate my own size. It was a lot of fun. That's yeah. Fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I have <laughs> choreographed a dance uh, for uh, for Mario and Sarah's uh, wedding, and as a surprise, we uh, yeah, we we dressed up. Oh yeah, Sarah. So Sarah had told, unbeknownst to us, we didn't know about this. Like Sarah had told the DJ like five songs that she didn't want to play. Dude. It was like the fucking shots, 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 like that. <laughs> probably that one. And YMCA was one. Oh, and like I have to agree with all of those. <laughs> months before, <laughs> months before, you know, all the ones they play at the kids' yeah, right? All those, don't play those. And months before, we had thought we had been. I've never been to a kids' Oh, dude, you should go. 
Well, who's turning 15? You probably pick up some chicks. <laughs> <laughs> like real easy. Hey, girls. Hey, girls. That's the best line ever. I don't care what it is. That's the best line ever. Hey, girls. That's the best line ever. Oh, I want to make. I want to. If I had that recorded, I'd turn it into a soundbite. <laughs> but we we wanted to do something like crazy and memorable because we were all excited that they were getting and stuff like that so i used to i used to act at the utep dinner theater and so a buddy of mine they have this basement at the utep dinner theater and it's like this endless warehouse of costumes of every single kind of costume you could possibly imagine mm. so i'm still friends with them and i like called them over like hey guess get us some village people costumes because we want to dance the ymca at the at the wedding so we went and got these legit costumes of the village people and then <laughs> halfway through the wedding we're like all right it's time so we go in the back and i told the dj to play the song in like five minutes or whatever and then they start playing it and sarah like turns around and like laserizes the freaking dj yeah. and she starts like marching over and then oh, she no. sees us like Coming out of the back, like dressed as the village people. It was Jorge Quinones dressed up as the cop. And I'm gonna have him on, dude. Yeah, you gotta have him. Yeah, and so we freaking dance the words. He, uh, George is one of those friends that when I like sometimes I'll call him to ask him a question, and then we just insult each other for 20 minutes, <laughs> and I forget why I even called him in the first place. He calls me an Arab. He calls me a jihadist. He calls me, dude. I call him a. I call him all kinds of racist Mexicans. You should go over there right now. Just yeah. On his door, see if he shoots at us. Oh, yeah. It's it's one of those friendships. So so I, I, so when I bring him on, I don't know if it's going to be a podcast or a roast, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be yeah. I'm definitely watching that one. Yeah. I I I hope that. I don't. I don't end up getting fired from my job for calling him all kinds of <laughs> all kinds of Mexican slurs. this and that. <laughs> yeah. I swear it's only with him. I'm hanging out with two Mexicans right now. It's only with George. Ten seconds later, we're back. Dude, let's call him. Let's call him right now. Let's call him right now. Yeah. Where's my? I need that thing. You need a cable? I have one right here. I think I should call him, or he won't answer you. <laughs> yeah, we'll call him right now. Here. I'm just kidding. All right. Uh, no, 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 not that, not oh. that. No, oh, jeez, oh, I don't want to leave again, but I gotta go grab it. That's all right. It's all right. It's all right. He'll be, he'll be on in a couple of weeks. It's all good. And then you guys can call us. Yeah, we'll call. Yeah, you. we'll call you guys. Yeah. Kenoni subs. <laughs> they even made a painting of Kenoni subs. Oh yeah. Lemon Banka's exes made. <laughs> made a painting because we give George shit about him we just made up one day that he just had like a subway type restaurant and we called it Canoni subs <laughs> and then you get free pickles on every third Tuesday of every seventh <laughs> month at 4 p.m <laughs> from the or from the hours of like 11 a.m to <laughs> more stupid inside joke but one of the Bankas exes had someone make like, or she made a freaking painting of Canoni's subs. You got. I don't even know what that is. Forget about it. Forget about it. Ask him. Ask him about Canoni's subs. All right. I'll ask him one. So, it's eight o'clock, guys. What time? What time you gotta go? Whatever. I'm hungry. You guys get hungry. I I need to go work out right now. I didn't have a chance to go to the gym today.
I worked out three times today. No, you didn't. All right, good for you. <laughs> are you gonna go? Are you gonna go to Jits tomorrow? We're gonna go mm -hmm. roll. Uh, where you? What time? What Zen time? six o'clock. A.M. No, not A.M. You think yeah. I? You think I'm gonna go? No. I'm going to one early. 6 a.m. No, I'm doing that. I'm doing an escape room with Mighty tomorrow at 6. If you would have told me I would have Escape gone. room? Yeah. You ever done one of those? They're yeah. cool. Those are fun, dude. It's like a live puzzle. But I might ride the bike to Cloudcroft tomorrow and back. I wanted to go to Cloudcroft. You want to go to Cloudcroft? How many Litrovinos is that drive? That's like two <laughs> Litrovinos. That's like two Litrovinos. Two hours? That's like five Litrovinos. You want to go is it really two hours? Well, I can't. I can't tomorrow because I work during the day. So actually, I can't at all this weekend. Do you guys? You work on Monday? Uh, yeah, I work on Monday. Don't work on Monday. I can't. But no, I have. I have stuff. Off no, I have. I have stuff scheduled. I have to. Yeah, so I work on Monday. Enough. I've got a. And Saturday I can't because <laughs> actually I have another one of these going down Saturday morning Saturday. with a good friend of mine. What yeah, on Sunday. Day trip? Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna, I was thinking about riding the bike up there tomorrow. There's, like a, there's a route that you can ride through the desert, and then you go up. But you're going to ride your bike. What, what, how the hell am I going to What am I going to hold on to you in the backseat? Yeah, you just sit in the back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's wrap this up. It's a good um, time, man. Thanks for yeah, anything you guys want to say before we, before we call it quits? Um, Pinoni subs every third Tuesday of every seven months from the hours of 11.45. To two forty-three PM. Free pickles. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna get us back. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thanks, guys. Um, th th thanks for coming on. This was fun, and uh, we'll do it again. Thanks for having us. Yes, sir. Thanks, Jimmy. See ya. Bye, everybody. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> Nice. That's sick, man. I just let the music play out. Does it show how many people are watching? It was between six to eight. Oh, really? One of my friends was commenting that the sound wasn't working. At all. Oh, shit, really? Imagine my mine wasn't plugged in. <laughs> Did I think there's a problem, dude. Did it not? Was there no sound? No, I just don't think that this thing is... I don't know where the sound is coming from, but it's not from this thing. I think it's just from my laptop.